right. Number 19? 18? 18, Sent 420. We're figuring out how to put all this shit together. Talking about that. Mm, So um, we're going to figure it out. (laughs) Yes. Ghost Train Haze and Great God Bud. Going back to the basics. Comfort zone. Comfort zone, (laughs) right. Did we have a topic? <laughs> I think Do so we ever have a topic? Right. We talked a little bit about uh, police. So I mean, I had was one thought. I'll just throw this out there. Is again with like the watching stuff. Like we could watch some of these videos. You know, there's that 13 year old girl that just happened. I don't know what video you're talking about. Um, this 13 year old girl just got shot by the cops. Oh, 16. Oh me, yeah, 16s. yeah. Yeah, she was young. Yeah, yeah. and then the 13 year old boy was, I think, last week. Right. Yes. Then maybe that's what I was getting mixed, mixed up with. And then... But why are these kids going off the rails? Because uh-huh. right. that... If you see the video yeah, that... Did you watch it? Well... You're talking the, about the 13-year-old. Yeah, the clip. Yeah. Uh, the girl. You did she watch She had that. a knife. She did. That she was going after some other girl. Yeah. And oh she was gosh. like going to stab her in the neck. Yeah. Holy like, cow. And so yeah. she gets shot and everybody's like saying that she's this peaceful... Yeah, no, so Unarmed we, girl. We woke up this morning and, you know, heard about it. And then you look it up. First thing is like... Did it just um, happen? Yeah. Yeah, well, last night they released... I don't know oh, when okay. it happened. Um, it must have been pretty recent. But um, the first thing we look up is honor roll student, loving daughter, you know, sh- brutally shot by the police. And then, you know, just because we ask questions, we're like, well, there's got to be more to this story, you know. Yeah. And then you look it up, and the cops show up, and it's this fight. And, yeah, she's got a knife. She... Pushes one girl down and yeah. has the knife then, and then goes at this other chick. And maybe they're, you know, I mean, what's going on right now with the, you know, the trial and everything? I mean, we can talk about that stuff too. Yeah. It's just like, it, I don't know. It's so complex for one, like right. policing, like that whole subject, right? Yeah, it's fucking insane, though, that this is the thing. Candace Owens said this, and I think she's spot on is that the media can now create a narrative and that narrative is, you know, the world. it, it creates true. the mob. Okay. And if you're not on with that, then you get fucking run over by the mob. Like, you know, the Chauvin trial was a complete fucking sham. If you look at it, it was already decided before that fucking even went to trial. If you look at the charges, not... Again, at least it, the manslaughter one maybe could have. The manslaughter one least could have been made argued. sense to yeah. my uneducated yeah. ass view of what the law instead of, works. Right. Instead of murdered. But uh, they know two that three. he wasn't. I mean, come on. You know he wasn't out to commit a felony mm-hmm. that day. He didn't yeah. have that intention. So you got to remove these crazy fucking, you know, charges that they put in. And, and that's the thing. Cops have so much that you can point at them for, legitimately, for right. fucking up. Mm. Why fabricate shit that won't correct the problems? Mm. Unless, unless you're trying to fucking demoralize the police and replace them with federal fucking, you know, somebody said that to me the other day, and it's like, it's exactly how the fucking brown shirts came in, you know? Oh, I see what you're saying. So, so what's gonna happen is they're gonna take away the police, then the crime's gonna go out of control, and then the feds are gonna yeah. have to come in and step in to, to stop the mayhem. Potentially, uh-huh. look at who, so would, what wanna, comes after who that? would wanna be a police officer right, right now. Right, yeah, that's true. 
It's fucking insane. Yeah. But yeah. It, re- it reminds me of like, like the analogies, like, uh, like the body and you have a problem, like, uh, you know, you got cancer in your pancreas or some shit. And then you go to a doctor and they, they say, oh, you have an ulcer. And then they give you a drug that then makes the pancreatic thing worse. So it's like, if you misdiagnose the problem and I'm starting to think that people are just lying. They like, are. It's the just media lying. is straight it's, up. It's not just being misinformed and following a narrative and being scared that you're not part of the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which is a part of it. But it is also just lying. So then if you misdiagnose the problem, you can't fix actual problems. And there are actual problems. Right? So, right. Yeah. There's a lot of actual problems that mm-hmm. are fixable. I mean, <laughs> you know? Well. But you got to put in the effort. If we put in the amount of effort to fixing those problems that we do to creating <laughs> the fake problems, uh-huh. we'd have some right. shit that's handled. Not yeah. everything. Yeah, it'd yeah, still yeah. be, yeah. you know, you'd I, still but, but be I do fucking think of on, it, right. on the line. Right. But I think of it like of like my girl's at that job and they're trying to like, while the um, place is running, like to fix like, you know, deep problems. And it's just crazy how hard that is to do, to like keep a place running while like redoing everything. Yeah. And and then to do that with the with the police. And then yeah, I don't know. It's impossible if we don't diagnose it right and we you know, we're all lying to each other about what's actually going on. So This is what I think. I was talking with um, a friend of mine from Ethos, the guy who owns Ethos. And one of the things that we were talking about is the process. So this is a problem. Right? And jujitsu is a problem. Okay. Martial arts, um, so he's trying, anything. He's trying to address a problem. Right. Yeah. So it's a process of learning how to address a problem, how to figure it out, how to solve the problem, um, okay, fix cool. the problem, whatever the case may be. And learning is hard, it's painful. But the more that you go into that and you take on that pain, the more success you're going to have, the more successes you're going to have. And if you take it one step further, if you learn to enjoy the process of it, then even if you're doing something that you don't like or that sucks, you can find enjoyment in it because you enjoy the process of figuring it out and solving those problems. And so the things that have happened, in my opinion, if people have been so um, like coerced into getting emotional when you're emotional, you can't solve problems. Mm. I mean, that's just the facts. Mm. Emotions are beneficial, but mm-hmm. you don't ever hear of a super pissed off, angry person figuring out the solution to the problem, mm. right? Until they cool down, until mm. cooler heads prevail, and then they're able to mm. diagnose and recognize and assess and all these things that you need to do yeah. to start to figure it out, right? So. When you keep people emotional, then you really have an ability to, I believe, control people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. So if people weren't such pussies, I mean, I'm sorry to say, I think it's part of it. That is. That's Mm. that's K tip, man. Kill the Mm. inner pussy. Mm. If they weren't such pussies, then they could learn how to enjoy the process of figuring out problems to struggle difficulties. And things of that nature hmm. but we've I think softened people so much that we can't get past the 
the top part. You know, you can't peel back the layers mm-hmm. and be like, okay, what's it's a good point. Really yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're too scared to like actually look into the truth, I'm good. Um, then you can't ever get at the problem. Yep. Yeah. It's like that, but we have that as a societal like um, habit, base habit. Mm-hmm. You know, and you think about our medicine. Okay, so Western medicine's philosophy is never figuring out what the problem is. It's only dealing with the manifestation of the problem, right? So you've got pain in your shoulder. Mm. Okay, so what do you do? You get some sort of medication, painkillers, muscle relaxers, and you might even do some exercises for the shoulder. Mm. But you never really address that, oh, it's a hip problem. Right. There's never really digging, peeling back some layers and figuring out where that problem really exists. And I'm not saying some people don't do it, but I'm saying the majority, the the majority of the mindset. Yeah, um, that's the mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Following you. Yeah. So it's like with all this other stuff, it's like, how do you expect then people to really want to solve problems when we're preconditioned to never have to solve real mm. problems? Mm. And this is the thing that's fucked up. If you can't even solve problems for yourself, how do you expect that you're going to solve problems for other people? Yeah. Right? I think it's a plague. It's a pandemic. Fucking, it's a, mm-hmm. It is a pandemic. Yeah. That's the real pandemic. <laughs> I mean, sorry, lefty fucking progressives. You're the real pandemic. Not that I'm a huge super right fan. You know, I think they cause their own problems in their own right. But the, I think... See, here's the thing that I think. I think the base philosophy of the conservatives, the right, is the only successful philosophy. Self-responsibility. Self-responsibility. You start from the individual and you grow out from there. The thing with the left is they equate that to selfishness. They say that if you're focusing on yourself, right, that you're selfish. uh, Ayn Rand has that theory of selfishness mm-hmm. she calls it that yeah and she says at, at the base level you know i don't really understand it but that uh if you act in your own interests you actually help other people yes uh, and that's the real way to help other people so selfishness in her view is actually helping others the only mm-hmm. way to actually like create a a world where we're helping each other sure right you have to help yourself when you try to help other people things go wrong with that right yeah well you got to dictate to them and then mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm saying because again there's and you also have to think that you're better you know better right 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 that's, that's, like that's that the too. thing you got to right. be almost their leader right because you know more and than that's them. the you know the white savior thing or whatever <laughs> right <laughs> it is like that kind of mindset yeah uh-huh. And it's, it's exactly a, that mindset and it's a, it's also <laughs> I mean, it you know what it mindset. is i think maybe as well at the base is like a narcissism yeah. And I think, again, this like online culture and stuff where everybody has an opinion and they have to like say it and uh, you know what I mean? And uh, it's it's so narcissistic. It is. Right. Instagram and all that shit. And me, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and isn't it funny that but that's I, how those were all designed. They were designed like that on purpose. Yeah. And that's why everything is going this way, because like the way we are biologically all that stuff like attracts us mm-hmm. and so it's yeah as far as like yeah Instagram. it's like the like culture 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, to get liked, to get noticed. Uh huh. Right, and everybody has to have a show, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right, everybody's yeah. always on the on their phone broadcasting. Uh, yeah, it's a and so you know maybe that's the also a, a different type of danger of like. Um, so you have to make the distinction somehow with self responsibility between like a narcissistic. I mean, somehow you have to maybe humble yourself mm -hmm. somehow, you know, between, you know, uh, doing things, having responsibility for yourself and, and then somehow like over caring about yourself and being, you know, there's some mm -hmm. line in there yeah. about how to do that well. Well, I think, I don't know, this, this is kind of how I feel a lot of people that I know that are on the, um, more progressive side of things look at wealthy people for instance is that they're greedy people who they have way more than what they need and so for some reason they should be giving up everything else that that person deems is enough for them mm, not right, thinking right. about how they might be in that situation right mm -hmm. a lot of it is just like I would gladly give stuff away but if someone tries to take stuff mm. from me mm -hmm. that's fucking you know what I'm saying that that doesn't work um, there is some really and big so line drawn between those two things yeah it's mm -hmm. like poor people or not not even poor I'm just saying like less than what these wealthy people have they want to take away their stuff thinking that their perception on how they made their money or whatever is mm -hmm. the right way mm -hmm. right and not yep. how they actually did it and this is the reality and this is what some wealthy people told me you know they're like who do you think contributes the most right. money mm. to to projects and then what you hear is well yeah, but they're only doing that for PR to get more. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Let's say mm, that it's that not even a moral issue or not. Right. So what? They're still contributing more. So yeah, so there's that idea. Like, mm -hmm. So if you do take care of yourself and find success for yourself, then you're going to be good at business, let's say, just for one example, because mm -hmm. I guess we're, a lot of it's talking about money, I guess. But then you're giving people jobs, mm -hmm. right? You're starting businesses, you're creating things that then other, so it is helping other people. Sure. So yeah, so if it is, um, you know, advertising or whatever, using that to make more money, but that money does things for other people as well. It's not right. just like in, you know, it's not like always like Scrooge McDuck, with like a pile of like, well, but that's <laughs> like what swimming people, in the yeah. coins. But that's what people think, right? That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's kind of the thing They're that wealthy like people are it. doing. Right. And, and again, they put a, a moral on it. They put a, a value on mm -hmm. their morals is that, okay, well, so let's look at it this way. So you're more moral, you know, like, what's the word? Morally listed? More, moral, <laughs> more, yeah, moralistic. More yeah. Ethical. Ethical. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, Moral. If, yeah, moral, moral. We're all fucking <laughs> My intelligence. Moral. But anyway, um, if we're of little means and can't contribute, yeah. but we would do it for the right reason, mm. okay, versus the guy who has fewer morals, right, 
and contributes a lot, mm. but does it for the wrong mm. reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's still, they're not even close. Just because right. I want the world to be a better place, if I don't do anything to make the world a better place, then mm-hmm. what the fuck does that matter? That's you, a cool you know? point. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I would think, that try to, that want the world to change and want, mm-hmm. you know, don't actually know how to do that and don't do much in their lives. And maybe even that's why they're paying so much attention right. to that kind of stuff. It's just an instinct I don't really have. To, yeah. I, 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 I feel like if I'm a good person, then everything around me gets better. And I, don't, I just don't know how to do anything else. You know? And I also realize that I'm a dumbass and I don't know what, how the world would be better with some idea that I have, yeah, you know, well, <laughs> at least I, recognize like my, you know, I mean, I think like, it I absolutely would. Like, right. I mean, cause yeah. you're a musician, you're an artist, um, you know, you've overcome some struggles. I think all of oh, those experiences, if yeah. we can apply them, right. That's the thing. Right. Exactly. Provide mm. something positive. So yeah, you just got to figure out like in your case, not you just have to, but I'm saying no. like, I think is how to then put all of that, together and make mm-hmm. it work. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like constantly shaping mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. figuring I, out yeah, what are the yeah. things that I need to do? Right. When am I going to get disciplined enough to do it? When, yeah. you know, and I, I feel like it's like the point of life actually mm-hmm. is like, so it, well, that's enjoying the process <laughs> though. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Right. How to be a good person. Mm-hmm. is like at least one big point of life. And, it, and that means like, chiseling yourself into like a uh you know i like how it involves like technique i like that you know skill Mm -hmm. there it is yeah skill mastery right i feel like that's like a at least one big part of the point of life and that is a self responsibility thing like nobody else can do that right right and we're throwing that stuff away Mm -hmm. and that's where i think this is my opinion that's why i think we have so much like um of this bullshit that's going on because people don't have anything else to do. You know, they don't mm-hmm. really have much. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the kids who are all out there marching in these Black Lives Matters and people mm-hmm. that are doing that, it's like they don't really have a whole lot else to do because it. It's interesting because they're out there because it's giving them meaning. Yeah, they that's well, they yeah, there, right? and that's such purpose. a like such altruism. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just like, true, though. What do you mean by that when you say that? Well, because it's the same reason people go and volunteer in all these other mm-hmm. countries to try and make it better, but they're not really doing it for the country. They're doing it for their own. See, I would, I would say this, because the people who would go to other countries, at least they're going to other countries. Mm. These people who are marching, I think, this is my opinion, and you guys, you know, Mm-hmm. Certainly, if anybody ever hears this, can be pissed. <laughs> but I think a lot of those marchers is a fucking piss poor attempt to show that you do something when you do nothing for the contribution mm-hmm. of the cause. Because yeah, so is that those... actually altruistic though? Like it's not. It comes down to how mm-hmm. you want to feel perceived, mm-hmm. you know? I, I think it's, I think those, That's... I think if we look at a group of those people, of marchers or right, protesters, I think it's pretty varied. I think the large portion is probably what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, but I also think there's a few in there that actually do things in the community. Sure, so, I think there's you know some, but you know, 
But like really, though, if you some, if you looked at it, let yeah. let's pretend for a minute. Mm. If everybody in those marches was practicing what they are trying to profess, mm. mm-hmm. if they were actually doing that, think of how many people they would affect, yeah. and how much better things would get. That's just mm. the facts, but they're like not I, because I, I saw this one video of this like one of the early Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. guys who got killed, like a bunch of them got killed. Have you mm-hmm. heard that whole story? It's pretty wild. Like um, From Ferguson, that era? No, yeah, yeah, the, yeah mm-hmm. that era. And they, like, almost like assassinated. Oh, like, no they shit, found man. them, like, in cars, like, mm-hmm. multiple headshots, you know, and like, yeah, so, but it's a crazy story. But I saw one video of one of those guys, and he's goes to a hospital one day. This kid had a gun, and maybe he shot himself on accident, mm-hmm. or he got shot in the arm by someone else or something. It wasn't like that bad of an injury. He's at the hospital, he's outside, and this dude goes and talks to this kid, and talks to him about, you know, what happens to your grandma when you get killed, you know, running the streets and all that mm-hmm. kind of a talk. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude, I was inspired. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I wish I could talk to people like that, you know? And like, so there are people like that. You know, they do exist. And, I, and, sure. and you know, I forget about that when I see all the bullshit nowadays, yeah. too. And I constantly have to, like, remind myself that there are people, too, that are, like, you know, that's what they do, too. That's, like, some of those people, that's just what they do. They're in the community just, like, sure. you know, doing what they can. And, but I, I don't think that those are the same people. I think mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. I mean, the people that I've seen, at least, my interactions with people the difference is the ones that are protesting mm-hmm. are not the ones that are doing what you say well that's what's going doing. on nowadays too because yeah. they're like traveling to everywhere mm-hmm. like most of those protesters aren't from the area you know that's it that even happened in ferguson way mm-hmm. back then like most of the people burned down that city weren't even from there right and they burned down the wrong store Mm-hmm. <laughs> that they thought like the, that like happened. Shit. <laughs> look at the map. Oh, fuck, dude, yeah. I had it upside down. Right. We burned down the one at Caddy Corner. So there's that too. You know, they're like yeah. professional protesters, and that was happening before 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, like those people go to like Berkeley when Ben Shapiro goes yeah. there, or like yeah, yeah professional and pro mm-hmm. protesters. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a thing. Stop fascism by mm-hmm. being a fascist. It's yeah. okay. So I was gonna say something on this. Um, I think it's a term called deflection in like uh, manipulation. Yeah. Do you guys, are you guys familiar with that? Perhaps. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what it is. And that's where like I'm a narcissist mm-hmm. and I accuse you of being the narcissist. Mm. Right. Right. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a narcissist like doing it or okay. yeah, the yeah. fascist. Is that conscious or unconscious? Are you I saying think like it's, projecting? Maybe it's projecting. Uh-huh. Um, well, so. But do you think it's conscious? I mean, do you think that people understand, like, I believe this, by this division now with Black Lives Matter and what Joe Biden came out and said, we're going to address this systemic racism in our country, okay? Do you think by that they think that by being that way, they realize that they're actually being racist? And they're being sexist, so, and they're being. I think I think this is one of the most interesting like ideas is that there's something about they invert it, or or they like go into the shadow side of it. So mm-hmm. so like you could be a loving mother, right? And it's an amazing thing, 
but you can like then be a devouring mother that like loves too much right. to the point that now you're, you know, de de debilitizing your kid or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but you think that you're you're like, I'm the most loving, you know what I mean? Yeah. That person thinks that, you know what I'm saying? So there's some weird thing, uh, and I don't, I don't know how to, it's another, there's got to be some principle to this where like, if, you know, so anybody who made a dystopia wanted a utopia. I think mm -hmm. every single one, you could just say, every dystopia was an attempted utopia. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So then, so it's that thing. Like, do they know that being anti-racist, the new version of anti-racist sounds racist to me? You know? Yeah. And do they know that? Yeah. Do they know that by it's selecting weird, it's maybe it's black like... <laughs> people over white people is racist? Right. I mean... Maybe it's like the with the bottle, the 4D bottle. Oh, it yeah. like goes the back in on dimension. itself. You know? Yep. It's like if you go far enough that way, you're just like back at, you yep. know, on the opposite side. I don't know. There's something to that, though. You know? Yeah. And we it's talked insane. about that. Uh, yeah. It's insane. With every... I mean, it's like funny you look at the whole like... Uh, woke woman right mm -hmm. who's like women's rights women's rights you know mm -hmm. and then now you got transgender men kicking the fucking shit out of them in <laughs> yeah. sports right. and it's like wow it, it's like so mm. it's so <laughs> you, you inclusive know? that it's exclusive <laughs> right some of those things it's so yeah. isn't <laughs> it absurd though some of this stuff is like so absurd it's Right. You it's, can just laugh about it for and, hours and, and just and think I, about it. I, 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 I once thought that that's the best way to fight it. Yeah. Is that it's so ridiculous. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but now I don't it's think it like, works. I don't know. But I, now it's really fucking with us. I mean, mm. before it was just fun because it was. it's absurd. But I mean, now, I remember when I... They're really yeah. trying to change laws. They're really trying to do things like browbeat you into taking a fucking vaccine. I heard this from somebody close to me who got COVID, okay? And so they got COVID... On Thursday and uh, they were sick is you know fuck for a couple days muscle aches and so I sent them a text you know how you doing or how's corona treating you all of that kind of stuff and um, so a little bit back and forth but he's like well the irony is I was supposed to go get my vaccine tomorrow and you know I just said well great now you don't have to get that vaccine mm. and um, so He's like, well, I'm really worried about this because there's so many unknowns. And he's better. He had muscle aches for a couple days and had a headache for a day. So yeah. by less than one week, six days later, he's fine. Mm -hmm. So, again, just on that. But it's like I'm really worried about this. I'm like, Meaning that he still wanted the vaccine? Right. But I said, you know, because he's like, there's so many unknowns. And I'm like... So many unknowns with the vaccine or with the illness. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? And so my thing is, it's so absurd that you're so worried about this illness that there's so many unknowns with, that you're willing to take a vaccine that there's so many unknowns with, unknown mm -hmm. with, right? Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. proven to do much yeah, in this. Well, it shows where the trust is at. Right. And it shows what you... But there's a narrative that's been created, and that's what Candace Owens was saying, is that the media now has the power to create a narrative that becomes absolute, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's insane how that can, can sway people, right. and it's all done with this emotional stuff. Because, again, if you peel back the layers, if you peel back the layers and you say, okay, whew, let's take a deep breath, right? 
if you're fit and you're healthy, your chances of having real problems with COVID go way down. Okay. It's a 99.7% recovery rate. Okay, so then, you know, or survival rate, right? I guess when you say recovery, some people could be like, well, at what level do you consider recovery? Because there's that COVID long Long that happens to some people, okay? Yep. So you look at that. Then you look at, it's about 6% is kind of the last figures that I saw for um, people who actually get COVID, die from COVID, that don't have multiple multiple comorbidities. So when you start to look at all of those things, right, you start to look at the things that increasing your immune system, vitamin C, vitamin uh, D, you can put yourself in a pretty good position, right? Not saying it's absolute, I'm not saying that you can't get sick, but you can put yourself in a pretty good position. It's hard for me to understand that if those easy things are there, why we would go so far down these rabbit holes if it was legit. You know, if you actually peeled back the layers and you looked at it, you'd be like, well, it's pretty safe. It's, you know, very unlikely for this to happen to me where I go down this shitty route with it and you get, you know, hammered by that COVID long haul or whatever and you have some debilitating, you know, Right. Effect from it. Yeah. People don't like looking at themselves. Just, yeah. It would shatter the image that they have. If they'd have to admit that they have to change something about what they're doing. That they'd have to take responsibility. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the. Uh, mm-hmm. And denial right. is always a big one. Well, do you mean by like saying, "Well, it's not my fault," you know? Kind yeah, of thing? basically. I think that's huge. I think that's, and I know a lot of people would be pissed, um, potentially, because it sounds callous, but I think a lot of people like to have a disease because then when you have a disease, it's not your fault, right? It's like, again, I know that this sounds, it's not meant to sound the way it's going to sound, but like alcoholism. Well, if it's a disease, it's way less your fault than if it's just a habit. Right? I think we talked about that with the depression mm-hmm. thing too, mm-hmm. right? If you think that you have a chemical imbalance mm-hmm. oh, and all yeah. of a sudden then you have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, you know, I have a chemical it's imbalance. It's just how my new normal yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah. and then now you have the, the narrative that mm-hmm. it's, you know, you don't have to, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You can at least easily interpret it to mean that. You know, if I have a chemical imbalance and there's no way to do anything about that. But I guess in reality, even if it was one, you might be able to find that working out and doing whatever things for yourself can give you more chemicals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so it's a narrative thing that like then, you know, that's an interesting thing about everything is I think like narratives guide behavior. Mm-hmm. So if you change narrative, then you change what people do, right? How they act. Right, so like you know, they're always saying like follow the science right now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that thing where, like you can't you can't just follow the science because science only tells you like what something is. You know, this percent of that does this, and right, you know what I mean. But it's like values. You know what you think. Like if so, the whole thing right now is 
safety versus freedom, or, right? That mm-hmm. that value system. Mm-hmm. That's what tells you what to do, right? You know, and that's like the narrative. That's like the story. Like values are like your story about what's up with the world, and that tells you what mm-hmm. to do. You know, yeah. and then maybe you could use science to like inform that story, but science doesn't tell a well, story. Well, and science can mm-hmm. also be like we were talking about the lens. That is right. The it can the be cherry picked. Yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. in, in the story yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. broken down into one sentence, and when you break it down mm-hmm. into one sentence, yeah. you know, right. racism. You don't have to fucking look yeah, at you're right. the that the guy was story, on that's right. three times yeah. the lethal mm. dose of mm. fucking fentanyl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. like and it's three times. Yeah, right. But isn't yes. that absurd, mm. though? This is the absurdity, is that three times is not enough for people to say, wow, the fentanyl could have killed well, him. Well, their, their argument to that is that uh, he had a high tolerance. Yeah, but, you don't, yeah, but do you have a high tolerance to fentanyl? I get you have a high tolerance to no, weed. Maybe I shouldn't have thrown that in there. But. <laughs> no, I heard yeah. that. Though. Like but if it's I think a deadly point, dose. But I think the, the bigger point was, was, the good, was the point, though, is that uh, uh, they want, or they, maybe we, maybe humans want simple answers. And so all these, it's a lot of these nuts. ideas are not only simple, they're like absolute. So racism, mm-hmm. systemic racism, the patriarchy, white privilege, those type of ideas, yeah. you know, and I was thinking about this the other day, for that to be like true, they would have to like, you would have to break down every situation between a woman and a man, little girls to their dads, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And their then, roles, responsibilities, right. and then, their and wants, And then somehow desires. the patriarchy like applies to like every situation. Uh-huh. So they want this, you know, and those ideas do that. It's like a, a total, a, a totalizing, and it's simple. And so that's the thing with the, the Chauvin thing. That's, one, that's the thing I noticed personally was was how complex once you you know me and my girl were talking about this like anytime you zoom into something i guess mm-hmm. we, maybe even we talked about that mm-hmm. yeah that's what you were saying yeah we zoom into things and it's so complicated mm-hmm. anything you can zoom in on you could even argue is infinite but yeah you know i mean you could yeah. get you could get so you know but when you zoom in on that you mm. can create a narrative that again mm. if they would have it's released framing, yeah. all of the video from the start mm-hmm. From the start, yeah, it might have a different, what you know, that? like impact. But the only thing that people have seen over and over and over and over it's and over again bit. was George Floyd gasping, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. saying, calling for his mom, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that that part's just been. But yeah. what if, what yeah. if, over the past year, the only part that was shown was George Floyd kicking his way out of the car? and struggling against the cops, right? So what if that was the narrative, and then at the end, this whole video comes out? Mm-hmm. Would, See, would we have a different perception? I don't perception? think the videos change the narrative at all. I think the narrative's so strong. But that's what that, I'm saying, it's reinforced because yeah, it's visual, uh-huh, and then it's right. police brutality, right. and then it's racism. But they racism. have the narrative first, uh-huh. and then the video comes in with a chick with a knife, yeah. Which is horrible. I, I did not like watching that. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, I only and, uh, saw a little. I, okay. I don't know if I saw. I, so, you know, because I was thinking about uh-huh. us talking about this today. So I watched the Tony Temple one. Have you ever seen that? Uh-uh. Oof, man. No. It's like, uh, it's a white guy. That exact same thing happened to him mm-hmm. as George Floyd. Well, you know, he's he's outside. Oh, no, I did see that Maybe one. you see that? Uh-huh. And, he, and uh, the, the video starts, and they're like maybe on a median. I don't mm-hmm. know. They're in some grass, and he's... 
oh no he's just handcuffed and he's like freaking out and they're like dude just calm down man and they're like really trying to just like yo chill chill Mm -hmm. it's fine and his friend's there and he's freaking out and eventually they're like you know he's like trying to kick them and stuff so they have to like get on him and Mm -hmm. they kneel on him Mm -hmm. and the video's 15 minutes of them kneeling on him and he's at first screaming for help you know it's awful like Mm -hmm. i didn't you know like i mean i don't know it affects me like at first i think well you know i'm interested in this like this this cultural things going on Mm -hmm. maybe maybe it's good for me to to see this stuff and then you watch it it's like fuck that's dark man yeah but uh, so and he dies right there and they're like joking on top of him mm-hmm. they're like joking with each other mm-hmm. and even when they put him in a they you know they think he's asleep and then when they put him in a the ambulance thing um, they're like oh I hope we didn't kill him uh-huh. like, oh, kind of like joking a little yeah. bit like one of them smiling you know what I mean yeah. like yeah so it's, yeah. it's worse in that way like Ugh. with what they're saying it's five yeah. minutes of them on top of him talking about Fruit Loops yeah. like making stupid which jokes which is nothing of dead. what was yeah. what happened with yeah. Floyd right yeah. yeah so it's pretty horrible nobody watches that video yeah. uh, and it's even doesn't known doesn't fit a narrative right and it's even known as like the white George Floyd there's this yeah, yeah. really yeah, yeah. So uh, if I look that, that up, that up <laughs> the the fucked up thing. This is what's fucked up, and this is what you know. This is what's gonna fucking cause. I don't know if it's gonna be like damage that's lasting for a while. You know, dividing up the country. But if we don't get to the problems and address the problems, I mean it's going to fucking be a shit show. And with these police, it's not, man, I've trained with so many cops throughout my time. And I've trained with some ones that, again, probably shouldn't have been police officers, ones that enjoyed kicking the shit out of people. I mean, they mm-hmm. dug that. Um, they were younger guys, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they were indiscriminate. They'll kick the shit out of a white guy just as soon as a black guy who's fucking up, just as soon as a Mexican who's fucking up, whatever, right? Um, so you can't even like begin to address what the cops need to perform their job right. in a really productive manner if we're... Just missing you know, the whole Yeah, picture. if just we're like accusing them of doing something that is it. so small mm-hmm. i'm not saying the problem doesn't exist but well there are know. problems you know and so th- this is a question i was going to ask you like so i did you listen to henner on uh he was on sam harris uh-uh. talking about cops right because mm-hmm. he trains them yeah. right um henner gracie and um uh, he said a thing that most cops get four hours of training every two years mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Impressive. Which is, which is <laughs> ridiculous. But you said you were always training with cops. So does that mean, or at least you did at some point, mm-hmm. does that mean that they were training after after work? Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. them were mm-hmm. um, lunch times and stuff like yeah. that. A lot of cops. Well, so were that's training. dope. So we were, you know, I was talking about that. Like my my diagnosis, mm-hmm. my limited understanding of things, is that that they need to be trained better. That's like yeah, where I'm 100%. at. Hundred percent. And I also think we should be trained. I think civilians mm-hmm. should be trained on how to be arrested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need to talk multiple conversations with Phoenix. This is how you get arrested. This is what you don't do. This is how you get pulled over. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, you know, hands, you know, hands put your wallet wheel, up there. Yeah. Put your wallet up there. You know, yeah. Yes or no, sir. Like, we should be trained. But turn your light on in the inside. So yeah, 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 yeah. And don't run. Yeah. And don't resist. All, you know. But uh, as far as, like, them training after work, so they need more training. Yeah. 
So there maybe you could also say though that a self-responsible cop is going to realize that he needs that and he's going to go do jujitsu after work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and before, you know. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, what do you think about that? Well, here's what I, I think. I think for sure they need to do that. But here's what I think the, the real problem that we've got to address is the unknown stress that these guys are under all the time, yeah. right? And what I mean by the unknown stress is they can go from zero to 100 as far as the level of problem that they might have to deal right. with on a, any At particular any day, call. someone could have a gun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But even like... Even as far as having to drive fast in traffic and worry about cars around you not following the law or like making way or mm-hmm. stuff like that, like even that just multiple times now. a day yeah. <laughs> well, is already right. stressful. It, it, exactly. Even if you enjoy driving fast, that you're talking about people hating you because you're only really meeting with people at their worst, not right. when they're every, at their every, best. Every day is, is a so, bad day, when and you, you always have to be on. <laughs> yeah. So. I think that they need, like, decompression time. I really Mm -hmm. think they should be on, like, three or four days a week and Mm -hmm. have three or four days off, you know, and And make one of those a training day. Mm -hmm. And then you get a couple Mm -hmm. full decompression days. Man, you would would have a much happier Mm -hmm. police force, much healthier police force. And then all these, like, Black Lives Matter types, or some of them, Mm -hmm. should go on more... What do you call it when you ride Police ride, ride alongs. Ride alongs. Yeah. They should go more ride But, but that's the thing. But see, <laughs> Wasn't that's that a thing, though? though? No, it's not anymore. Like, ride alongs? I yeah. think you can. Yeah. I think you can. Yeah, but it's not as popular. I wonder. They should be the, part of the yeah. community, though. Right. If, if that's what their interest is, mm-hmm. you know, this is, uh, there was a guy on Joe Rogan that was saying this the other day, and they were talking about gun violence. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, that, uh, I know him. Yeah, yeah. and he's a, he's he a had, lawyer. Yeah, like a gun show. Uh-huh, that, exactly. Black dude. Black right. dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I forget his name. Nair, something Nair. But he was saying that 80% of all the gun violence homicides is done in the major big cities, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Perfect and sense. he's like, and look at those policies. They're all, de- you know, for the most part, Democrat-run cities. Right. With the most gun the, control, the most gun the, control the most policies gun and things of that nature. So it's mm-hmm. again, this is where all these absurdities come in. It's like they're trying to look at solving problems that only exist in certain areas without going into those areas and solving the problems. Right? It's like again, I don't know anybody who grew up around here that experienced any kind of systemic racism. I mean, I've heard a few people that are close to me say, well, this was a racist thing. It's like, that was more of a bullying thing. You know, that was just kids or people being mean to be, yeah, just to be mean. But if somebody, you know, calls me a Mexican or a beaner or whatever, I mean, is that racism? You know, we got to fucking, yeah. And (laughs) it might just be funny. It might just be, I just want to be a dick. And I don't know anything else. He looks Mexican, so I'll call him a fucking Mexican, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, again, I don't, I think we get so fucking soft. I think we're so soft in those things. Or we have a desire to be fucking outraged, you know, and offended. Mm Mm-hmm. 
maybe that's the case. Maybe it's again because people don't have really a lot of shit going on that's I think challenging it's that, them. Exactly. I think it's purpose. That's like, that again. If I uh, right. am outraged, it gives yeah. me something. That's right. To do. Well, then it gives you can me a purpose. Th- you think you're noble. Yeah. yeah, you're fighting the just cause. You're doing right. God's work. You know? <laughs> you're, you're a crusader, mm-hmm. and I only have to go out anytime I, there's exactly a fucking <laughs> right, right. put a there's sign a, on the window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gone. A black yeah. square on your phone. Remember yeah. the black uh, square? And then all the corporations just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, they're just gonna keep doing it. It's fantastic business for them. Mm-hmm. You're about like that. The Apple Store in Portland, they uh, got trashed in the Oregon. summer. In yeah. Oregon, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got trashed. You know, the whole front got you know looted or whatever, mm-hmm. and they put up a uh, you know plywood in the front and the mm-hmm. windows black, and then someone did a mural, and then they left it there, and then more people did a mural, and then they uh, like gave it a, gave it to some charity or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they just looted them again and like, trashed <laughs> the whole place again. <laughs> so the whole thing that they think they're like. Uh, appeasing. Yeah, you can't appease the mob. Right, yeah. That's the fucked up thing that these politicians are doing right now. And, you know, they're just going to get It's crazy that Maxine Waters said Maxine Waters. And she was one of the big, excuse me, people that was talking shit, you know, like what Trump said was, you know, horrible. And it's like, you're one of the the uh, hard chargers, pushers for, mm -hmm. you know, impeachment. It's crazy. And, you do the exact fucking thing, and then Pelosi tells or says that she doesn't feel she should apologize. I mean, they're just, these are such horrible people. Wait, what did she say? That Maxine Waters shouldn't apologize. No, no, no. What did Maxine? Did Maxine, yeah. Maxine Waters was saying that. She, like, was out the only, with the protesters. Yeah, the only oh, verdict oh, yeah. should be guilty. The only correct verdict is guilty. Guilty, guilty. She re, you know, rammed that in yeah, and she's like, multiple not, times. You, we need to get more. If not, we need to get more confrontational. confrontational. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you got the fucking president getting on and saying that same type of shit. Mm-hmm. Biden and did. I didn't Biden before the verdict. Mm-hmm. I hope they appeal it. I mean, he's got to right. be appealing it. Yeah. And I hope that's grounds for them to do it. This trial was so. The judge said that. That yeah. day that Maxine Waters uh-huh. said that, the judge was like, that was a horrible thing for her to say. Yeah, well, then Biden And, and he's like, now up. you have, he's like, now you guys have a, a, a reason to appeal. Yeah. Just that. Or he was worried about it. He yeah. said something like that. Yeah. And then Biden saying it. I mean, those are direct and they, threats and they to jurors. Like, it's you weird. Know? Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, what bigger threat than a president saying there's only one. Well, right and, answer and to the this. rioters are all outside. Yeah. That's their city. Those right. are all like community people. And the names so, of the jurors are going to be released. Yeah. So, you know, it's how, not like, like it's, it's horrible. It shouldn't <laughs> have been in Minnesota. They, I mean, they should yeah. have allowed it to be somewhere else. You're and not going to get an impartial as jury. As soon as, you know, I was talking to someone with someone, as soon as like they were back fast, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, it's guilty. And, and I was like, that's like mob rule shit right there. That, it you know? exactly that's is. Like, that's like, that's. You know, if they're that and people fast, are cheering it's it. so complicated. Again, once you look into that yeah. situation, like you have to understand what murder three or murder in the third. And nobody means. wants well, to. What does under- that even mean? Yeah. Like that's hard to understand. That one's really hard. Yeah. I mean, they all are. I looked them up. You know, you got to like uh-huh. really think through, and then does it apply? And then you don't know really what happened, and, and then you have all these other factors. And, yeah. But also inciting violence. <laughs> right, exactly. And is that the answer? And then, no, well, then, I mean, like, mm-hmm. it was a problem before, and now it's not. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you mean, like, oh, we're at the Trump yeah. side? Or, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. Well, it hasn't been a problem for them this whole time. That mm-hmm. they've just... Yeah, I know, but this is like even more times. of an yeah. obvious... Yeah. But, that's <laughs> the, but that goes back to the absurdity, is that it's now, they're just like so obvious with it because... That's they how just they can do get away with want. it. Yeah. They just do what they want. Yeah, everybody expects riots this time. There's no... Or they're, they're not even peacefully protesting first, right? <laughs> Just yeah. goes to ride. It's mm-hmm. fucking... It does seem like some mafia stuff, you know, like uh, like um, the, the politics. And then, you know, the, you have these professional protesters. And, and I do mean, like, even in, like, schools and shit. They're, like, professors at schools. Maybe mm-hmm. it's always been that way. It was like that in the 60s, too. Some mm-hmm. of those professors were the ones that were, like, the head. They yeah. were, like, organizing everything. Um, so yeah, and then now they're in with the politicians and with the corporations, mm-hmm. and then the censorship stuff is nutty. Yeah, right. You can't, mm-hmm. and then and then you also just don't talk about things out of I don't want to make a big deal. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can't even talk about the Chauvin case honestly and openly without you know. Well, you'll get doxxed. I mean, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, even like will... you know, I don't even want to bring it up with anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just gonna cause problems. Yeah. You know, and yeah, so it's just crazy. Yeah, all that. It is a powerful thing. And then they want to say it's the resistance, right? But it's like I hope, the, the I machine. Hope there's... It's like the machine, the people fighting the machine became the machine. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like another one of those things. Well, yeah. the, I think they've always been the machine because they've always wanted big government. They've always wanted, mm-hmm. you know, like government control. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand with the fucking people. It's, it's like you see that government doesn't work. You see it. People complain about it all the time, but yet you yeah. support the solution to the government not working by making a bigger government yeah. doesn't work without solving any of the problems. And that's, you know, that's that insanity of you, you fucking just put like paint on a fucking bumper. It's not going to make it sturdier. You know, it's just covering up the problem a little bit. So you add more people fucking... It's insane. Yeah, I think, yeah, on. maybe like the I'm trying to think of like what's the root of that feeling like that, you know, because they never say they want more government. They say it's not fair and the rich should give money to the poor. And, they, you know, they well, but they, then they, they say we need to add more way. regulations, but more regulations if, yeah, yeah, yeah. is more government. So more again, government regulations would fit in this idea, too. Like what if. They're just more like that type of thinking is just more pessimistic towards like 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 a people it's like really pessimistic to think that you know we're just left to our own we're just gonna fuck everything up you know so we need government to tell us what to do exactly yeah yeah that comes down to that whole idea of take care of your shit and you know most people will out of necessity negotiate and work with other people Hmm. i mean it's just the facts and who cares if it's not like this genuine thing because i genuinely care for this other person yeah and it's more like well this helps me if i'm cool to them who really cares you know what i think is like the working class world that's what they live yeah Yeah. they're around other races every day right and they fucking work together and they they get shit done they might give each other shit. They might annoy each other, you know. It's but they, you know, I don't think that that mindset is the th- that mindset seems opposed. I would think would be opposed to all the woke bullshit. Those are strong people, 
know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense to you? That, like, the working class kind of angle would be against wokeness? Nope. Yes and no. I, I mean, I think in the, in the mindset division, this is what you would look at. And I think it comes back to, like, a Republican. Not Republican, because I think Republicans are kind of lame in a lot of regards, too. Um, but conservative. a conservative versus progressive idea, right? And the conservatives would, let's say, working class, oftentimes have the mindset of I'm working for something better or to provide my kids something better okay. or whatever. Whereas a lot of, I think, the progressive mindset would be like I'm stuck in this job, right? And they're in the same place. But one feels, and I think because of the ideology, which I don't think is bad, I think you have more creative people, and I've heard this, on the progressive side of the spectrum, right? Progress. I mean, just the vision to see changes and, and things like that. And so I think you see a lot of... Um, lot more like production, if you will, productivity, from management the from the conservative, mm -hmm. right? And so in that case, I can totally understand somebody who, let's say, is working in the working class and they wanted to be X and never just figured out how to get there or how to get there within their potential, whatever, right? But they envision something else. They envision... Or they see themselves as being, you know, stuck. I got to work eight hours a day, fucking, you know, five days a week. I got to drive to work. I got to drive home. All of that kind of stuff. Um, I understand that. I think that's where the whole drone mentality comes into play, you know. Um, and typically when I see that, I see it kind of along those um, psychological paradigms. The... And I agree, man, I agree with what a lot of the people on the, you know, more progressive side of the spectrum, I agree with that. I'd go fucking insane if I was in the working class, worked specific hours every day for something that wasn't mine or wasn't going to be mine or, yeah. you know, yeah. um, that would be like death for me. Yeah. Um, so I can understand and empathize with that. The thing that I see as the problem is that they're trying to force that to change on everyone, you know, because in that regards, a lot of it's, well, I want to get paid X and, you know, the CEO makes fucking whatever. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, that person, though, doesn't take any risks. They don't step out of that box. They just are frustrated and upset that they're in that box. Yeah. In the first place, yeah. right? Without what the person on the right might say is, well, then get yourself out of the box. They want the whole box to change, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think those mindsets are really, you know, so when you go back to but saying that with the working class, mm -hmm. so I would say some would, but then others would be very much in support of that mm -hmm. mindset. Yeah. yeah so I was just thinking, I don't think most people really give a fuck on the left or the right, you know, they're just working, be it working class or whatever class, mm -hmm. 
and like I was, that Warren, there's a guy Warren Farrell. You heard of that guy? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it sounds funny, but he talks about like men's rights and stuff like that. Yeah, I haven't listened to. <laughs> he's written some other stuff, but he like he helps marriages. He's like, yeah, I don't know how to like define the guy, but he's really interesting. And he was saying that um, most men like have a dream, and they then have a family, and then they realize that they need to sacrifice for their family. And so they tend to give up their dream and mm-hmm. end up in some job. And they just make that sacrifice because they believe, you know, in the future and in, in their kids, you know. And I, and I, I thought that was interesting. And mm-hmm. that, I don't know, it resonated with me. I think, like, and those people, they don't give a fuck about woke shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're, like, living a life. Mm-hmm. And again, with, like, the, re- the real world is not online, mm-hmm. I'm starting to think more and more about that. Like, well, and so most people live in the real world. See, I, that, I don't yeah, know, you know because I mean? because here's the thing. That person who's doing that, mm-hmm. what do they typically do? That's their real world. Mm-hmm. But then when they come home, they get into the fake world. They get into TV. Mm-hmm. They get into media. They mm-hmm. get into news. Yeah, they get right. into all of this crazy shit. Because mm-hmm. we're all connected and right now. when you've like, got... My opinion, and this is, again, no diss to anybody. I want people to find the things that they're capable of doing that they want to do and do those things. I mean, again, I heard somebody say, and I thought this was great because it's great to say, do you know, you can be whatever you want to be. Well, they were like clarifying, say, no, you can't. You can be whatever you're capable of being. Because mm, you can do that amazingly, but that's a yeah. cool point. I like that. You can yeah, because I'll never be a scientist. Right. I mean, yeah. or a you're, you're, freaking... you have to find what that is. Right. Yeah, and that takes a lot of work. And yeah. And since I think that, you know, kind of what you were saying that this guy was talking about, where the dad knows that they've got to provide for the family, so they give up on their dreams. I think that person, when they give up on those things, and I'm not saying that's not the right thing to do or wrong thing. I'm not giving it that value, but I think they're way more easily swayed emotionally than somebody who doesn't give up on their dreams. Than somebody who says, this is going to be fucking hard, but I'm still going to pursue my dream and I'm going to bring my family along well, with me. Well, I mean, right? yeah. I mean, it, I, I see your point. Like, I, I don't know. I, I was in my own mind, like giving it more of a positive, an optimistic angle. Like, you know, you change your dream, your aim, sure, because of a family and all that stuff, like changes. One hundred percent, but not, and there's still like dope dudes that like people that um, men and women, you know, that would still like find success and find something. You know, they just kind of like change their their direction a little bit. Yes, you know what I mean. I, so, I so maybe exactly putting it as mean. giving up dreams, maybe putting it that way is not the way to put it. Well, you know? shifting so, is great. Yeah, but it, when it's a conscious shift, mm-hmm. not when it's a throw in the towel shift. I I believe too many people have thrown in the towel. I mm-hmm. I think that, that when you look at the yeah, the amount of people that are overweight and obese, mm. you're talking way way over the 50% mark. You're talking way over for divorces. You're talking way over for antidepressants. You, you know what I'm saying? You're talking so high with these medications and mm. these things that people are on. Is it's, that that sounds like an idealistic point? I wish that was the the case, yeah. but I don't think it is, yeah. and that's where I think, going back to fucking selling jujitsu, if people did stuff like that, they would have more clarity to see that maybe 
it's the dad who's got to raise, you know, his family, take care of his family. And he had a dream of, you know, X, right? And out of necessity, he takes a different route. And then as he's able to secure that route that he was on, maybe he refocuses on where that dream is at. And maybe it's got an adjustment, right, that he's got to make. But he still is on that path or he recognizes that's not the dream that I wanted, but this isn't the dream either. This is a component of the dream. The family is part of my dream and continues to pursue is going to be way better off and make way better decisions than the person who is bound to their existence. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, this is it. This is all I've got. This is my fate. And I think in America, we have way more control over that than most places in the world. I think we're fucking that up. I don't think people realize that, that in our country, out of anybody else in the world, we've got more control over how that works. Again, sometimes I wonder if that's a problem too. Like, what if, like, just to yes. throw, just to throw this in there, like, one hundred percent. Like the, the the whole like being an individual also has a problem of of again that narcissism thing. When you get to just choose whatever you want, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, oh, I can just be whatever I want to be. You know that kind of thing. How many people are just left not being anything? Well, because you got to you know develop I mean? discipline mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's right. a there's a saying, freedom is only like uh, possessed with responsibility or something along those lines, right? Mm-hmm. So you, the more freedom yeah. somebody has, the more responsibility they have to have. Right, right. So and, that's and what we need to be teaching people mm-hmm. in school, though. You know, we teach them all of this fucking bullshittery, and you don't teach kids how to be responsible. You don't yeah. teach kids how to fail and recover, mm-hmm. you know, how to struggle and enjoy struggling. Mm-hmm. And teach skills. And teach skills, right? Yeah. Usable skills, transferable skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do teach them a lot of is that everybody's equal. <laughs> everybody's not equal, right? <laughs> I mean, we're just not. Right, right, right. You know, it's just the case. I might be way better in math. You might suck in math. We're mm-hmm. not equal mm-hmm. in that, in right. math. In, in everything. And right. so everybody gets a fucking ribbon. Everybody mm-hmm. is... You know, we're even mixing genders. You know what I'm saying? Like a four-year-old boy can be really a four-year-old girl now, mm-hmm. right? And it, yeah. it, we're taking away any identity of the individual. And by taking away that identity, then how can you, like, impress upon that individual as they're growing up and kind of help nudge them into recognizing what their strengths are and what their assets are and what their weaknesses so, so are? I think, like, in the same way, like... In the past, there used to be like an archetype that you could follow. Like, there's some sort of structure to like what it is to be a man, let's say. Um, and you could follow that thing. There's, there'd be a model to look at, mm-hmm. right? And and it, but we're all different and we're all individuals. And so fitting yourself into that mold is like a sacrifice. Like you have to like, you know, uh, you can't be, you know, you sacrifice part of your individuality to be like this pattern, right? And, and the same with like any job, you can have any job in the world. Like back in the day, you would be a carpenter and you, you know, you, you got a badass skill and you just fucking honed that skill. Um, and now, um, there's like any, I don't know. And there's some, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's a relationship there, but that we've like broken up everything, all our, all our archetypes and our models, 
we've read they deconstruct you know deconstruct the patriarchy deconstruct male mm-hmm. and female that whole concept which is also related to progressivism yeah right it's like i think it almost defines progressivism right and, now. And, and there's an arrogance in progressivism in that it's like it thinks it knows better than something in the past you know, and I'm just, you know, I mean, we've talked without, about that. Yeah, without yeah. Mm-hmm. any tried, mm-hmm. you and know. So those, exactly. And so those things in the past are the models at, that to look towards. Like, how am I supposed to be as a person? Mm-hmm. There, there once was like arch, deep archetypes. I mean, they were religious. Sure. Um, that was like, I can at least look up to this way of being. Mm-hmm. And then now we've like taken all those away. Well, you know, that's yeah. the problem is that we don't want to come up with something better. We just are trying or, to. Or can we? I mean, that's another. Take it apart. Well, that, that that's too. <laughs> well, that's the deal. If you can't come up with something better, yeah, yeah, yeah. then leave it as it is until right. someone figures out a way to come up with something yeah. better. That's but the then, problem but, with all of these fucking mm, protesters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to figure it out, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It is. It is also like an arrogance of reason itself. To think that reason can find better things, you know, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to like argue that point, but you know what I'm saying? Do, mm-hmm. you, you follow that idea, like, you know, because tradition is like, oh, we just have always done these things, and then I was definitely once of the view. I'm just starting to open up to these other ideas about like tradition and stuff. That uh, you know, oh, what's you know, why do all that shit? Mm-hmm. What's that for? It doesn't make right. any sense. Yeah, you know, I mean, it doesn't make sense. And a lot of times they don't make sense. Like Christmas doesn't make sense. Right. Like what am I, you know, Santa and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And my mind breaks it down. Probably give my son like a worse Christmas because it's all like. Yeah, you know, because I think, you know, oh, what's the purpose of that? You know, and so like I, I break it down, I deconstruct it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Jordan talked about this recently. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, and then what are you left with? Now you don't have Christmas anymore. You know, and, yeah, and you don't have anything to maintain to, that community mm-hmm. of yeah. family and right, and it's some, and, it, and there's all these things that it does that you can't like reason yourself mm-hmm. to, or maybe it's hard to. You can miss the point. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, and I think culture's doing that like crazy right now. Like all these crazy smart people, mm-hmm. you know, want to break down everything and think their way to stuff. That's why you would design a society, mm-hmm. right? Like so, communism is a reasoned. Yeah, you know, system that they're like, oh, we could put this on us. Well, and that's why, yeah. you know, like atheism and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I mm-hmm. think sometimes hurts people because mm-hmm. you take out like the wonder. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you yeah. ever, have you guys ever just been like really fucking high or tripping and just thinking about if there's mm-hmm. something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are inspiring. Yeah. Feelings. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. think about if you, we're so rational that you just mm-hmm. there's nothing else. This is it. Right. Then I mean, you can't even get into a frame of mind that maybe that's real when you think of something. When, you know, when mm-hmm. you dream something, maybe it is real. Maybe it's tapping yeah. into another dimension, nice. and those are real so, experiences yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I'm starting to understand that, like, what people back in the day, like the ancients, you know, kind of people, like way back, like they had that as well as reason. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the word intelligence means what you're talking about, like getting in contact with some kind of mystery, some kind mm-hmm. of inspiring, uh, intuitive truth of some sort that, mm-hmm. you know, and so that was, that's what intelligence meant. 
Um, and so it was like a combining of those two things that you could like, um, I don't know, figure out truth mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it was like, uh, come yeah. up with some like sense of reasoning. Mm-hmm. And when you look at all, mm-hmm. you know, like religions around the world and philosophical ideas, I mean, they have a lot of similar principles. I mean, some have crazy dogmas and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. Yeah, the but... uh, perennial philosophy, they say there's like, there's like a pattern that exists yeah. in all of them, mm-hmm. there's some kind of pattern. And then you intuit your way to that pattern. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. That's, I think that's what metaphysics means, is there's like this intuitive pattern that exists that you can somehow contact. Sure. Um, and and yeah. it cre- I think there's just things that are, you know, necessary, like cooperation. Mm-hmm. You know, again... Whether you're cooperating because you really want to cooperate with somebody or you're cooperating out of necessity, I think we're programmed to cooperate with one another. Sure, we're going to wage war on others, but mm-hmm. we're communal, you know, like we're societies. We're, mm-hmm. we're people mm-hmm. that like to gather in groups yeah. and right. have connections. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, that Warren Farrell guy was talking about that as well. Like, and and even that. Like we eat socially, which is like really unusual, mm-hmm. and like all these like psychologically negative things happen to people when they eat by themselves mm-hmm. for like long periods of time. Uh, the dinner table, all of that goes on there, especially for kids and how you like train kids how to speak, how to listen, mm-hmm. how to you know, all these things happen at the dinner table, and that most animals don't share. Mm-hmm. And so we have this whole just just that's one of those traditions where it's like why question this thing because it's not reasonable. I, I wouldn't have reasoned my way to it, but he was saying that like most animals don't share, and the fact that we do means that it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, so all the rituals around food and eating are like really important to us, and and they're hard to know why. Yeah, but yeah, and so and, how, and so he was saying how important it is for like the family dinner. You know, like every day or often and when families like get rid of that Mm -hmm. it like really fucks with them i think a lot of uh you know kind of my memories are always eating dinner with my family Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like i mean we had friends over all the time to eat you know like just Mm -hmm. random fucking kids coming over but um i mean that was a real important Mm -hmm. thing and you know i see a lot of uh people that kids are eating in front of their computers or TVs exactly. or yeah. whatever and mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. all separated, separated no one talks yeah. or even you know have you guys been like out to eat where you see a whole family there mm-hmm. and on everyone's on the phones yeah. <laughs> it's weird right yeah. it's so obviously off right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody knows that shit that's yeah. fucked up uh-huh. yeah. it's hard though do you do you find yeah. that happening like when you go out with Phoenix, is he on the phone? Or no, do you... no, we don't do that. Yeah, no, that's no. good. He, yeah, we don't even bring him. You know, yeah, nothing. At, at, yeah, I guess maybe at the end of a meal and we're still chilling, like kind of talking about stuff. Uh-huh. Jade might play a little something on her mom's phone. Right. But Phoenix is now like in the conversation. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So no, yeah, no, no phones at the table. We don't do that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it but is hard though. But. Yeah, most parents don't implement that. Yeah, yeah, which is surprising. Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe they're so tired from their work or their jobs that they just don't well, want to yeah, deal with they it. They just throw in the towel. Like, well, yeah, right. What happens is the kids start to, in that instance, I'm sure it happens to me too, but the kids like start to overpower the parents. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, a, it's an, a little bit at a time thing. And then, so first it's, they're just on the phone and you don't want to say anything, you know, oh, I'm tired, right? Mm -hmm. And then over time it becomes that they're always on the phone and then you can't say shit because it's like this built up habit at that point. Yeah. yeah right. Manipulation. Right, it is, because a kid's going to manipulate you as well, much yeah. as you let them. They, wherever you put that boundary, that's where they're going to go to. Right. You know, it's just like water or something. Like, they don't even do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, we were talking shit. Um, with Phoenix and uh, Ronan yesterday, and I was like, remember when I used to put you guys up on the wall? You know, like handstand oh, right, position, yeah, yeah, feet up crying. on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Kids are tough now, though. That wouldn't even phase them. They'd right, like, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Do push-ups from that position. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and that is dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am glad Phoenix has that in his life. He's fucking mm. tough. Yeah, he's getting the, yeah. Way stronger, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny grabbing him. It's almost like grabbing a fucking, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. solid. Yeah, it's interesting how fast that can change. Mm -hmm. Like a little kid noodly kind of feeling to like having some like solid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he throws. Like I can really start to choke him now. Right. Yeah. He throws some nice punches. Yeah, I know. He hits hard. Yeah. Uh -huh. He's yeah. got his bony fucking shins coming in there, right. hammering. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like to work on his movement with striking, uh -huh. but I don't know how to like do that with yeah. him. You know what I mean? He's but yeah, he's, he's a little bouncy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been trying more like uh, slips and bobs and weaves and mm -hmm. and circling and stuff, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't have like ways to work on it with him, but make him yeah. do just like a hundred freaking squats. Hundred squats. All right, here we he go. He won't Two be as bouncy. Round. Oh, so yeah. he's not as bouncy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or to be bouncy, like what's his name? What's the uh, Wonder Boy. Yeah. Like, he's on a, a jump bit. rope. He's on a jump rope, like, the whole fight, right? Just, like, back and forth, right? <laughs> yeah, karate style. <laughs> right, now, yeah, yeah. The balls of his feet. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, it's been, like, uh, almost an hour and a half. What do you got to add, Anna? <laughs> what was in this blueberry tart that we had today? Nothing. pretty good. Pretty goddamn <laughs> yeah, good. Excellent. Blueberries, oats. Blueberries, oats. Oh, yeah. some coconut flakes. And again, it's like good, but like still nutritious tasting, right? Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like too much sugar. It's that, you know? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tasted good to me. I, I like that balance. I convinced myself that I was getting some antioxidants out of the blueberries. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a bit of blueberries. Yeah. Helping me fight COVID. Right, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Little antioxidants, little oats, mm -hmm. fiber, clean you out. Mm -hmm. Hopefully before jujitsu, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What else do you have to add? You got to be our closer. <laughs> the closer. <laughs> no. No, that it was a lot of interesting stuff. It's it's always about framing, <laughs> really. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>